right where we were. Okay, to go. Yeah. Start over again. No, no. Okay, I just, okay. I just continued it. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I get like these random texts from her, and it's always like just websites or links to different types of shit she wants me to build. Now, when I remodel the house, which is essentially what we're gonna do. I'm looking at like maybe twenty, thirty thousand dollars that we'll want to invest into this, right? Just this room alone that she wants to build is at least fifteen to twenty. I mean, have you figured out like ways to go on the cheap and? Yeah, exactly. But but I'm thinking to myself, we already have that going. Our whole house is kind of like right now. It, it's. I mean, isn't that the way it's supposed to be when you when you have a house like you you, you decorate and live in, a, in an environment that makes you comfortable. So why does there have to be a, a man cave or a fucking diva dorm? You know what I never understood? I, never, I don't get that. I don't understand the formal living room. That nobody ever goes in? Yeah, that <laughs> you're not allowed to go in. The white fucking couch that nobody's ever sat on. We you know that somebody has to go in and dust off and fuck, yeah. fuck all that shit. We lived with my grandparents for a while and when they would have like their special friends come over. You know, like there was their everyday friends that would come over, the neighbors and whatnot. See, I'd be offended, dude. Like, if I came over... Well, then again, like, part of it is so like, you're, you don't have to sit in that shit. Like, either way, you should be offended. Like, that they're sitting you in this room where they don't trust you enough to take you in the back of the house and, you know, where everybody scratches their balls and shit. You gotta fucking hang out and eat tea and crumpets and be all proper. You it's know? also like, who the fuck are you that I need to have a special place in my house for certain people to come over? That's where you I, sign I life insurance, it. fucking, you know. Here's the guy it's all like the special meetings where, like, when I was a kid, I'd go in my grandparents. They had, like, a Hacienda-style home, so naturally I'd run in circles because I was a fucking ball of energy. And I'd come into there, and they'd be like, oh, go, 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 turn around, go around. Like, what the fuck is going on? What kind of secret society bullshit's going on in here? I never understood that either. Do you want me to tell you that. something funny about a completely round house? Yeah. I don't think I've told you this story before. Like a donut-style house? Yeah. It's how my, my aunt lived in one, and now it's really little. Like four or five-ish, maybe, and tapped. And they had a bird that would that didn't have its wings clipped mm -hmm. that would free-fly the circle around the house. Yeah. <laughs> like just in circles? <laughs> Well, one of the rules of their house was don't shut the doors. Oh, fuck. So I'm running and the bird's flying and I pretend the bird's chasing me or whatever. And I slam the door behind me and all you hear is thump, thump. right into the fucking end. Well, yeah, <laughs> get a shoebox because we're fucking burying a bird. There's that unique sound that when birds hit glass, cause we, we have four parakeets and every now and then we let them out. We'll put the dogs in the kennels and we'll just let them out and fly around. The boys love it. It, whatever, but but they'll hit glass, and there's yeah. like that distinct sound that they make. Because it's like a... Like their head hit. But it. it's so focused, like it's, you know, it's, right. it's not spread out. It's yeah. ping, like a ping, like a, you know, but it's got a little bass to it. I have a buddy who has a pet hawk right now, and they're probably going to be moving soon. At least, if they don't move, they're going to be coming and going a lot between here and a couple of cities in California. And he's like, do you want this? So does he like? I mean, he does it just, just sit in a cage, or does he fucking like no. do falconeering like that shit with it? Well, going? I mean, he he's not a falconer by any means, but he I mean he's like he's really in tune to like his uh, his his ancestral heritage, so he feels like it's his ancestors coming to him and shit. I just think he found a hawk at a park and brought it home, but it's badass, dude. They went and they got some of those frozen mice that you mm. give snakes, and this thing went and. 
They'll put it on the counter and it'll come across the house, dude. Pick that motherfucker up and start eating it. And when he told me the other day, hey, would you want it? I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was, fuck yeah, I want it. But for something like that, you can't keep that thing in a cage like parakeets, man. Like, that, that bird needs to fly high. Well, yeah, it needs to soar, you know? I mean, like, it's not stretching its fucking... And you gotta assume, like, honestly, what he should do is take that shit over to Cal State because they have that bird sanctuary. Oh, do they really? Yeah, they... I don't know if they still... They did years ago. The aviary? Yeah, they have, like, for wounded birds and shit like that. They have a bird sanctuary. I don't know if they're tied in more with Calm, but, like... Like, Wounded Warrior Project for Birds of Prey. Do they have... I I think they still do. It's over by the uh, space... Thing, the, it's uh, over by the. It was over like by the track and field and all that other shit and everything. Yeah, man. So it's crazy because like I want it. I really want it, but I got too much going on right now. My house is a fucking. Well, yeah. Person. I mean, that's the first instinct. Like, I mean, shit. Even people be like, this dog needs to be adopted. And the first thing, like, I'll take. No, you won't, asshole. I ain't taking shit. You know, can't. My wife's already talking about mating our little tiny chihuahua because she's about eight years old, and now is the time. Because any any older, it's like, why do that to her? And it sounds cool, but, dude, I got four dogs, you know, three pair, four parakeets, four dogs, Puppies four parakeets. fucking pain in the ass, dude. You want to talk about a full-time pain in the ass? Dude, and, you know, the kids, three and one, it's just too much, man. But, like, I, I enjoy the idea of having them. It's cool to have little puppies around and just give them homes and shit. Mm. But then all my dog, all my, like, dog rescue friends, they're It's not really that it. cool. It's not real. Like, trust me, we we bred. Oh, you, oh, you've done a lot, yeah. Uh, no, it's it's a lot of fucking work. And what I'm trying to tell her is that we're breeding humans right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're essentially breeding humans. I'm like, you know, when you bring a puppy home and you potty train them and shit, that's exactly what I'm doing with my humans right now. I mean, maybe if the kids were a little bit older, because then at least you could like kind of pawn it off to like you're gonna show them the fucking miracle of life, you know, that kind of shit. They you don't know. Get it. Right now, they ain't gonna give a shit. No, they don't get it, man. My, my kids right now, they're, they're at that age where, like... You realize they'd be fucking... That fucking puppy shit's gonna be smeared everywhere when those little fuckers like get a bathroom, hold of it? Like the bathroom at Riverwalk on 4th of July? Yeah, like fucking what, finger paint. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Like, who... What kind of human being goes to an event or any kind of festival or wherever? Just anywhere. That's a weird striking out thing. And there's a lot of people, too, that, like, mental illness type thing where and, and homeless people they're just gonna rub shit they on have walls. issues with shit dude shit and piss and like I mean I've told Lionel I've said this Lionel on a lead off a few times like that whenever those hoarder shows happen yeah. yeah they say every time like if you can get those dudes to talk like blue about like not just the stuff you see on TV and they said almost in every one of those houses they find bags of shit bags of piss and dildos what yeah what the fuck like, they said, like, crazy amounts of sex toys with those old fucking crazy broads that are locked up in there, you know, where they've got the fucking dead cats that they didn't know were dead fucking underneath shit. Dude, those shows are, are disgusting, man. But I will say this about hoarders. You know, my mom passed away in November, and my mom being, she was the cleanest woman I know. You can literally eat off her floors, man. Her house was... My mom's like that. In, I mean, in, in, impeccable, man. I any smudge on the wall is cleaned instantly. Her floors are clean. Like, 
when I say you can eat off my mom's floor, dude, you can. Yeah, play. my mom is the same way. I mean, when her, well, my and my mom and her sister are all, like pretty much all the same way. I mean, my aunt, the one that just died like last year, she was ninety plus. She just got done baking a pie and she died while doing her weekly cleaning the refrigerator. Wow. Like wow. ninety plus, and I'm talking detailed. Wow cleaning of the refrigerator. I need to take my fucking pressure washer to our refrigerator. <laughs> we have found uh, so much stuff, dude, in my in my mom's house. She was a hoarder, but a very clean hoarder. She has storage. Yeah, but if, if you're if you're keeping like sentimental shit, that's different was, than I'm not throwing away a bag of Cheetos. You no, know? Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. But it was definitely hoarding. It was just a very clean hoarding. It was like, yeah, but it's shit. I'm off mic, but it's like, it's like with, with somebody who drinks or whatever. It's it, it's not a problem until it becomes a problem, or somebody who's right, a, a right, drug right. addict that you know when when it becomes a problem with drugs is when you start missing work or you can't afford drugs. But when someone passes away, you realize just how much things that they've acquired in their life. You know what I mean? Like if, like if you were to pass away, like everything I'm looking at in here is yours. Just you know what I mean? Fucking garbage. Like is what this is. In here. Well, I mean, I, it, but it's not garbage while you're alive because when I'd go to my mom's house, you know, all her little trinkets and crowns and decorations, that was just, you walk into mom's house, you instantly smell mom, you smell what her house smells like, you look around, and it's like, oh, this is just mom's house. But then when they're gone, it's like, it's really it's really weird, man. Like, if you were to pass away and, I, and I'd walk in here or anybody would walk in here, it's like, you're still here, connected through all this stuff, you know what I mean? But with, like, the, the, the serious, crazy hoarders, no, that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like, think about when those people die. It's like, fuck, now look at this mountain of shit that we have to pick up. And then you find actual bags of shit in dildos. Well, like, dude, I'm telling you, I would I would straight walk in. Like, I, they should let me be, like, the hoarder rescuer. Because <laughs> I'll come in, and their families are going to be crying, and I'm just going to walk up with a fucking can of gas and some matches and be like look here's the deal I'm gonna fucking pour gasoline all around this and I'm gonna tell you I'll even do the whole if we want to get really for TV I'll light the trail so you can watch the flame fucking crawl up to the house and be like I'm gonna solve this problem one way or another either this fucking pain in the ass isn't gonna be in your life anymore or they're gonna come out of their house and all this shit's going fucking bye bye so I got so and I'm not saying my mom's name were like that she was just had she had a bunch just a lot of things and it's like what do you do with all this stuff but it got me thinking about hoarders because we're joking around my daughter or my my, my brother or my wife or my dad and I are were like you know mom was a hoarder a very clean clean hoarder but a but a hoarder nonetheless she had a lot of stuff dude but I asked my buddy he's a first responder and I said hey dude how many houses do you walk into that you're like, what in the fuck? Like, who lives oh, like this? Shit. And he's like, what do you mean? And so I had, to, 70%. I, I had to elaborate. I was like, well, how many houses do you think you walk in a week where it's just total disgust? And he says, most. I was like, well, can you put a number on it? He says, dude, just let me put you like this. Most houses that we walk into are fucking disgusting. So it begs to wonder... Are most Americans just fucking not clean? No, I you know, well you got to figure. I mean, clean with, with first responders though. I mean, is he a cop, a fireman, like he's a firefighter? Okay, think about most of the areas that they go. How many times have you had the fucking firemen come into your fucking house? 
into your fucking clean house. Yeah, that's true. That's now, true. And, and like, there's, if you ever lived down the street, there's one down the street. I, they're probably, I think they're dead now. Like, it's some old person, you know, where you get the old person in there that has an ambulance come fucking three times a week right, at three take, in the morning, take you know? To the foot doctor. Well, no, that or they're fucking, you know, got like COPD and they're not breathing or some shit. Uh-huh. And like, they come pick them up all the time. And it's just like, ugh. And that, well, see, that's another thing is that he told me, he said, a lot of these people, a lot of them are old. And, man, I can get going on old people right now. But but in, but I just, I, I beg the wonder. So now I'm driving around my street looking at houses because I, I get real peculiar, man, about how I live. I, I, if, I, if I feel like I'm living filthy, I feel like I'm a filthy person. That's just me. Maybe my mom, probably my mom instilled that in me, that I feel like if I'm, Living in dust and dirt and there's shit everywhere, then you know what? I'm doing something wrong with my life. So that's why you I'm feel like shit. Cleaning. Yeah, you, I do. Or you should. I you do. Know? And I know everyone has different levels of cleanliness, but 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 for me, like if I walk outside and 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 my and it's just nasty in my backyard, and then I walk inside and I have like a hamper full of laundry, I'm like, fuck, dude, I gotta fucking shave. I gotta wash my ass. Fuck, dude, I got what am I doing with my life? That's how I start feeling. So when I walk into someone's house. And we've all walked into someone's house where it's like, oh my god, dude. Like, you ever go to a friend's house and you're like, what the fuck? Dude? You go to somebody's house and they're like, no, dude, we'll have the party at my house. And you're like, okay, I guess. And then you're like, how the fuck would you ever let people over here with this shit? I went to middle school, dude, junior high, with a kid who, I don't want to say his name. I could, but I don't want to. So, hit well, two guys I went to school with. They lived across the street from each other. We would go and spend the night at one kid's house, but then we'd go across the street to the other kid's house. Where it was just, I mean, bro, it was a, it's a good neighborhood. Actually, right around here, it was right where Ridgeview is, area, and right across the street, dude, was was this house that this kid lived in, and it was like the mom and the grandpa. The carpet was ripped up. You could see the tack strip on the floor. There's holes in the wall. It's like, you know, white, white, white. Not even eggshell white walls, but just white walls that are just marked up. There's like a fucking younger brother with drawing on them, dude. There's like. Roaches on the counter. It's like what you what the fuck, dude? That's got to be a mental, like someone. You gotta have a mental setback to be to be living like that. I think there's something. I mean, there's something wrong. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're wrong because we live clean. Well, I don't it's know. laziness, and then I don't know. It's just crazy, dude. But uh, but yeah, man. That's that's where my head's been at. Just like recently, just driving around my neighborhood, just watching how people live. Uh, there's one kid down the street, and I know what he's doing because now I'm paying attention to my neighborhood. He's throwing his tall boys over the wall. So he probably goes in the backyard, and he drinks them because mom and dad he doesn't want mom and dad to find them. Oh, out. yeah. And he throws them over the wall, but it's like, to me, that makes no fucking sense, kid. Like, you think because in your backyard, it's over the wall. It's gone. But you're completely neglecting the fact that... No, that's short-sightedness. People see it on the other side. And somebody's going to fucking rat you out, or mom and dad are going to, you know... And we know it's the kid. And the little fucker, you know what happens? It's a little bastard. Like, well, you do something dumb like that when you think you're getting away from it. And then, like, one day you come home and there'll just be a pile of beer cans, like, <laughs> right. And you're like, what fuck, you know? And you, you, you ignore it at first and you just walk through the door and you're bebopping and scatting and everything's <laughs> all good. And then, oh boy, here it comes, you know? No, I, that, I, I never did that as a kid. I, I would always, like, what would I do? I would I'd throw them in my neighbor's trash can. No, what would I do as a kid? I so I I would never sneak alcohol at home because my mom and dad never really drank a lot. They started marking their tequila because I'd put it in like water bottles or whatever. But 
even as an adult, when I like when I would try to quit drinking or lie to my wife and say, "Oh, I only got a six pack," but in real reality, I got a twelve pack. Um, I would like hide them in my attic and shit. I'd go in like my, you know what I mean? Like I just toss them in my attic. I, I'm a dead giveaway. <laughs> my attitude changes, like for the positive, actually. Like I'm way nicer. Like my wife will be like, my wife will come and be like, "You've been day drinking, huh?" Yeah. No, like I'm just all floating around. The house is totally clean. You have no idea how jealous I am of people that like that, of like you and other people who get in a better mood. My wife, she'll get drunk and she's all smiles, ear to ear smiles, like just constant. See, I'm not even like that, like so crazy you're happy. happy. I'm just like yeah, in a cool, good mood. Cool. But that's what alcohol is supposed to do, isn't it? Well, like, that's my thing. Is like I've never been like. I always go into, like, we're not doing this as a bad thing. You know, like, when people talk about, like, either dropping acid so you don't have a bad trip that you got to be, like, cool. Or, like, even, like, people would say, like, like if you believe in this shit, it, like a seance. Like, we're not going to do anything bad here. Like, everything's <laughs> cool. Everybody's friends. We're you just going to invite this crazy Or, or like, you have the drunk. You know, you have the conversation with the drunk dude. Like, that, that's a problem. And you go, look, all right, we're sober right now. We're about ready to start drinking. Everybody's friends right now, motherfucker. We're not fighting. Yeah, I was that guy. Now, in three hours, I'm going to hit you in the head with a fucking rubber mallet and put you to sleep. But, you know, right now, we're friends. Nobody's crying. Yeah, that it's funny how alcohol can do that. But I think every substance can do that to somebody, to a degree. I mean, I think if you're a very paranoid person and you start smoking weed, especially with some of the weed that's out there right now, oh, yeah. and using cannabis in, in any form, I think I there's think chemistry it, that shit just doesn't work with certain people, you know. Well, I mean, that, exactly. That that's. I mean, I mean, dude, there's certain people you give a fucking can of coke twelve hours before they go to bed and they can't sleep for three days, you know. Oh, my wife's like that. If she has like a coffee on the way home from a Dodgers game or L.A. or the beach, she's up till fucking two, three in the morning. That's just one. You give coffee. me a coke and fucking I'll spill it on me as I fall asleep, <laughs> you know. I mean, that shit does nothing. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot lately because because I. I don't know, man. I, th- I think it's a state of mind, like you said. I think if you go into it and, and you're good and you're happy, I think you can enjoy it. But I guess the only way to, 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 to know is to find out. I've been wanting to get back into it and just, you know, have a glass of beer or a glass of wine or like a beer here and there. Because it sounds good. But then again, I think about how like pissed off I get still to this day over, over things. And when I get pissed, there's no middle ground. It's, it's either like I'm in a great mood or I'm just fucking... Well, I mean, I can tell you, I stopped chewing tobacco five years ago, four years ago. Yeah, I was still gone. Hmm? I didn't come home yet. You quit before I came home. And there's part of me that, you know, you know that motherfucker who has a cigarette just when they drink and then they never smoke or whatever and they have one and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be that dude, you know, like if I want to chew, like it's no problem, but right. no, nope. you can't do it. Can't. I, I'm, I don't even want to. And that's the one thing I've ever, cause I've always been like, nope, I can't let anything beat me no matter what it is, but I don't even want to. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I want to really bad. I think about it a lot. I'm thinking to myself right now, like maybe, you know, send it a couple weeks or three years. I could do that. I could try. You know what, dude, I quit one time, like for like a year. And the only way you could do it, like especially in your problem, like your thing, is it's like, okay, when you do it, when you break it, you feel like shit. 
Yeah. You feel like a fucking loser. Like yeah. you fucking gave up on yourself. Yeah, did I really need this? Okay, you know? okay. And if if you did it that one time and you felt like shit and you went, well, there just went fucking three years. Exactly. Yeah, because that's you know? what I'm worried about. Because look what no, I'm No, no, what you got to be worried about is when you're over that. Say, say you go on a three-day bender, you know? Mm. Mm. Say day one, you're like, I feel like shit. I feel like this is bullshit. Fucking, I'm a loser. I'm, and then you go the second day, you wake up and you go. Well, since I already fucked up, you know, <laughs> might as well keep trucking. You know, fuck it. This is my one time in three years. All right, I'll be cool. Then on day three, when you're like, woohoo, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're that's walk, walking when on you're air. fucked. Yeah, that's my. And see, for me, it's just total confusion on, on a lot of things as far as how I'm gonna if I were to you know what would be the best thing probably for you though actually is for you to do it once and everything went to shit again well look what I've no done, because you dude. don't want the euphoric it's like chasing the dragon you know what I'm saying like because if you get that one euphoric like when you chew tobacco that chew was never as good as one that I had when I was fucking sneaking it and I was 14 and me and my friends are out fucking hiding it and everything like that. It's never been as good as that was. It never will be as good as that. And you have that one good drunken fucking time where everything's cool and everybody hangs out and... You want to chase that each time. Right. Well, I think for me, man, it's just something I want to do just because I want to do it, but I'm never going to, obviously. But man, I can't. I still, to this day, three years into this, I still can't stop thinking about man. I just, you know, it'd be so. I dude, I still think like that. Though every once in a while, like, it's hard, dude. Everybody drinks, and when I mean everybody, I mean fucking everybody. So quitting drinking is extremely hard. But then I look at the cannabis issue, and so I've been hitting that pretty hard for the past. The food addiction is what's crazy when you think about it. When it's something you've got to to fucking have. Yeah. Even though, don't get me wrong, there's just a bunch of fucking fat pigs, though, too, that are just, oh, it's an addiction. No, bitch. You know, you can fucking, you're not spending your time eating lettuce and fucking, <laughs> no. You're eating fucking ho-hos like they're Tic Tacs. Yeah, you're not Fuck eating off. Caesar salad. No, I don't know. So cannabis takes the edge off, and, you know, if I am having a craving, I'll, I'll eat, like, a CBD gummy. I'll have, like, one or two of those. And within an hour, I'm not even thinking about it. That does work. And so I see how people who are addicted to opiates, you know, CBD is definitely the answer, but addiction's no joke, though, man. It, it's it's like what it, everybody has an addiction, right? And then you see some people how they act on alcohol. It's like, okay, dude, what the fuck is wrong? And they know they have a problem, but they don't stop. But then you see somebody who has a problem, like with sex, dude. I know, I know girls out there. I just know girls out there that that they they have got to have sex with numerous partners constantly, it, and and they know that that's probably not what they should be doing, but like. They're out there doing it, and at the end of the day, even though they go to bed probably fucking hating themselves, and they, and they probably see their friends with husbands and kids and shit, they probably want that. Realistically, what woman really doesn't, okay? But they know that problem, and they don't stop it, right? Smoking, same thing. I think Smoking. a lot of it, though, is that we've given... I mean, video games, TV, dude, everyone has some kind of addiction. Right, but I think we've given like medical terms and basically excuses to people oh, instead well, of somebody walking up and say, Hey, stop being an asshole yeah, and fucking you, slap you on the head. They're like, no, get here's control of your do. life. Right. Exactly. I, dude, I, I feel like I quit drinking. It, it kind of culminated when we started this podcast, right? Around the same time. 
I think I think I quit right around the time we started this. Actually, no. It, it was because before. remember, it was, it was yeah, before. it was like because my wife got you that that year thing. It was right when we started. Yeah, okay, so right because we started like in February and that was like June-ish, or something like that. Um, so. It's on my, my milky with my uh, with my house. I mean, I mean, you might be getting confused because I think one of your last nights drinking was here. No, my last night drinking was with all those vets. One of them. One of them was here. One of them was here. I think it was within the same week. But but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that I look at what I've accomplished since I took that out of my life, and dude. I wouldn't want to give that up. I don't fucking. I mean, I I don't want to give that up because I love everything that everything that I'm doing, everything that my life has given me. I mean, look at my kids and shit. It's not worth it. But, dude, it's fucking difficult, man. The last, I mean, I had a beer here or there, and that's one thing that I'm like. You can control it though, man. Like, like you've always done really well with. No, used to, used to. If it was one, I don't think I've ever seen you act up drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have. Like not in a bad way. If it if it was one, it used to. If I had one, it was gonna be thirty. Yeah. And now I'm just like, uh, like because. I think that came with age, though. Yeah, cause you know why? I'm afraid. Like I don't recover like I used to. See, I heard that, and I'm like, hmm, I am older. Like maybe. <laughs> like, no, you're yeah. still in my recovery age, where I could fucking I could pop up. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you the worst one, and I think you've seen pictures and heard about the nights video night, is when we had like Preston over here those absinthe nights. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, oh. Yeah, there were some good times that were going on, like right, right when I met you. It seems like when I met you and Preston. Well, this was a fucking party house. I mean. Yeah, it seems like it was just like you got like I kind of came at the tail end of it because they moved shortly after. Well, they moved in 2011. Yeah, and I left in two thousand six. Okay, so it was it was, so, it was after. It was after. But yeah. dude, it was a lot of fun, man, and I miss that. It, it so well, that's Fourth of July has gone to shit for me, honestly. For one, I've got a dog who is fucking is PTSD as any CBDs, fucking man. veteran ever fucking <laughs> ever was. I'm telling you, but I'm gonna fucking she's driving me nuts because then she's fucking goofy for two weeks after it. Like she's weird. But this motherfucker's afraid of the vacuum. The fireworks fuck her up. She but bark, I'm out. Did she bark at the vacuum? No, she fucking runs from it. <laughs> but the kicker is, is when I'm fucking mowing the yard, like this morning, she'll go and grab the fucking tire. You know, you try to grab a straight line, you're mowing the yard. She runs from the vacuum, is afraid of fireworks. If I grab a fucking pistol in this house or a rifle, if I'm just moving it, I, I guess, dude, they took her fucking dogs out and shot them in front of her or something. Like, she's freaked out what by dog guns. What My the, pit. The uh, white, my, my oh, fucking yeah, rescue pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a sweetheart. But she, seen her. she will grab the fucking lawnmower wheel as you're going the front wheel and go jerk full, that and cocksucker. pit? Yeah. Did oh. you hear about all the animals that burned up in Arvin? Yeah. Dude. How the fuck, okay, how the fuck is that even going to happen? Like, did nobody think get the animals out? Did no one think? Because this is the same area where they're doing all those pit fights. They don't care, though. They have no, I mean, other than. It's like Tijuana style fucking animal. Well, that and, I mean, well, did you see that dude, like, I know Danny Spanks was on it. That dude out, I think he's like in Wasco that had all those fucking dogs. Uh, I think I caught it on Facebook. There's a dude out there that had like it was like forty or fifty dogs. There's like, like sixty that. fucking yeah. plus. Who knows, I dude? Like, it on Facebook. 
But yeah, I mean, I guess he started with a couple or whatever, you know, and he had all this property out there. And then somebody pulled up there about a month ago and said, oh, shit, you know, like there's... Are they just running around? Yeah. I mean, he would go out and... It, it came to a point where, uh, like it always does, where, you know, he was starting to have, you know, like, because he didn't want any help at first. He was a horror. I mean, let's yeah, get to yeah, it. Yeah, obviously. But it came to a point where I think financially, at least he was responsible enough because they're really, honestly, he had enough property. Kind of got to be expensive. Where, yeah, that's what he was saying is that, you know, this guy is fucking throwing out, you know, three bags of old Roy. I think he's spending 900 bucks on dog old food. Roy. It's like the the food they have at Winco where it just says dog food. Have you seen those white bags? Oh, yeah. It doesn't even say any brand. It just says dog food. Kibble. <laughs> Some That's fucking it. kibble. No, it's not even the ingredients, it. man. Fucking dog food. Like something you see in a cartoon. Uh, it's got to be expensive, man. I I don't understand how people can do that to animals. I, I have a kind of a special place in my heart for animals because they, they just can't... I don't want to say they can't take care of themselves, but... Humans can, you know, say, hey, there's rains coming. Let's not go in this fucking Well, we've cave. also fucked them up. Like, you know? We've like, also domesticated them and fucked them up from what they were. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you look at, like... All animals. There was a great meme that was posted online. Yeah, I mean, their territory and everything like that. But there was a great meme posted online and was saying that, you know, our grandfathers, you know, who, you know, stormed the beach at Normandy and stuff, must look at us or our kids like a fucking wolf looks at a fucking pug and goes, really? We're fucking related? You know, this fucking pussy species that we have out there, you know? I can understand that to a degree. I could. I think technology and stuff's done that to us. I think, you know, fuck, dude. You can have your groceries delivered to you now. You know what I mean? They're talking locally about having, having cannabis delivered to people. It's like, are people that fucking lazy, dude, that you have got to go on your phone on this little device. Now, I'm not going to lie. I, I fucking order from the fucking Walmart over by your house, our groceries, and we go pick that shit up every Sunday morning. But, that, but, that, that's, but that's different than, like, you're, you're leaving the house to go get it. You know what I mean? That That's different than ordering shit and having everything. People don't know how to you. act, though, dude, in public anymore. And I, fuck, I hope these motherfuckers stay home, to tell you the truth. I mean, just... I, well, I mean, but then what happens is you get people, I mean, no one comes outside anymore. You, you get people are, it's almost like a weird kind of Stockholm syndrome. You become a prisoner in your own home and now everything can get delivered to you. You know, you don't got it. You don't got to leave your house to eat because you can have pizza, Uber eats. food, Uber Eats sent to you. You don't have to leave to watch a movie because I mean, we did Uber Eats the other day though. And I'm not saying don't ever do it. No, I, no, I, we just, did it the other day and there's something different, like, I ordered, and if you go and spend, like, a hundred bucks on a meal, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But, like I don't like... sit down, you're talking sit down somewhere? Right, you know, you go, it was Sorella's. Right. Oh. Okay. And, so... My wife so, loves that place. Huh? My wife loves that place. It's mediocre Italian food yeah, at best, yeah, but... I don't, I don't care for it. I mean, there's, there's parts of my family, it's the like Italian all, side, like that if I life. took them there, I couldn't take them there. Yeah. Like, they, they would yeah, be very too. angry with me. Yeah. I'd be more likely better to take them to Joseph's or somewhere like that, one of the little grimy... Sor- Sorella's is just a local Olive Garden, dude. Yeah, I mean, it is. That's it's it. fresher. Right. But, but ordered Sorella's, and for the three of us, it's like 100 bucks. Damn. Okay. And well, you figure it's fucking twenty bucks a plate. You have the delivery fee, yeah, and exactly. three of us are seventy-five bucks. Wow, uh, fuck. 
So, but there's something different about when I go to a restaurant and have a dining experience than getting my shit sent to me in fucking styrofoam, you know, yeah. in a brown bag and I just spent a hundred bucks. Yeah, I know, I know you probably didn't enjoy it. I, I don't, I don't like. Well, actually, we were watching a Lethal Weapon marathon. We were showing my kid Lethal. So it was pretty fucking great, to yeah, tell you that's the truth. Different. That's Other different, than the fact that I spent 100 bucks and was eating out of styrofoam. There was like a theme going on. But I don't, I'm not big on getting delivery sent to me unless it's pizza, maybe Chinese. But, but I don't like the idea of everything just being delivered to people. It's like, get the fuck off your couch right now. They're, they're, I, I keep getting asked to support this cannabis uh, delivery system. And I'm like, no. Is this fucking 88 Dodgers? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, I remember I was there. Uh, yeah, must have been nice. I was like six, but uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't like the idea of, of having cannabis delivered to people, man. Because for me, it's like, especially veterans, get get people off the couch, man. Get them out there. Why why do we have to have everything sent to us? Go. People aren't doing anything. That's why. The world's malls, turning into Wally, dude. Malls, all oh, dude, exactly. Everything's going to be dead in like 10 years. Malls, thrift shops, it's all gone, dude. Everything's just going to be sent to you. Well, and then and then you've got, you know, you've got all the crying after like Toys R Us shuts down. Yeah, I didn't really know how to feel about that. And but it's like, well, when's the last time you fuckers that are all sad? See, but I was sad. Getting in like, Toys R Us. The child in me was like, "Damn, dude." Bro, I still know the phone number. It's 8328943. You can call them up. Well, you can't call it the now. The local one? Oh yeah, because we used to call. And there like, was only one in Bakersfield, right. huh? When I was in seven, I think there might have been one on the east side for a bit, like when the mall was new or something like that. I'm yeah. not a hundred percent sure, but no, dude, that was fucking calling. Dude, that was buying Spy Hunter and shit on Nintendo when we were seventh, eighth grade. Metal wow, Gear Spy and fucking, Metal Gear. Yeah, dude, I I remember the song. I remember being a kid and like, if you went to Toys R Us or KB Toy Stores, you did something fucking good, man. It was it. I mean, I remember at an early age going to Target and getting like Ninja Turtles. But I mean, when I would go to Toys R Us, it was like a big fucking deal, dude. Hey, we're going to Toys R Us today. Well, because you got hands okay. on and shit. You know, it was like they were having demos. It's like going how fatties love going oh, yeah. to Costco. That's what you know, it was. and fucking getting free samples and shit. Like well, you, you, got, can, you can you, you can ride the balls in the in the bouncing the balls in the fucking. Isles and you can yeah you can hands on Legos. You remember like the Lego pirate ship and all like remember when like Legos were not that they're not cool now but when I was a kid like yeah but see now Lego if you want to talk about something that got fucked up is Legos because now Legos are expensive as shit. No, they're expensive as shit and they're basically you buy them for a purpose to build this certain thing like uh yeah. And, and, and you used to be able to play with them and use your imagination and be like, look, I built a gun. Now, no, I built a fucking house. Now right. I built a fucking... And now I bought my son one when he was five, I think. And I spent hours building the fucking Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. And you can't touch the fucker. You can't hardly look at it or it'll fucking fall apart. Yeah, exactly. And you know how many times he's touched it? None. Because once I built that fucker, it went up on a top shelf that was like that up there and said, well, you can look at it, asshole, but you ain't touching it. Yeah, it's become the model. That's, yeah. That's essentially what, Le- what Legos have become. They've become models. And I mean, sorry. that's what I thought about. Is like I was like, I might as well just lacquer this motherfucker, you know? And like, Did you? you I thought it? about it. I didn't, but I was going to fucking lacquer it. Lacquer it. But that's what's sad is that even toys, man. I mean, it's like everything's just become late. I mean, yeah, there's some effort that gets put into that. I just bought my nephew some. 
my kids play with the big Legos right now, but you're not even like, if you're forcing kids to stay home, hey, lunch is going to get delivered soon. Go in your room. Go on your iPad. Build this fucking model that you're never going to touch again. It's just society's kind of going downhill. So when I heard about those animals burning up in that barn, I thought to myself, where were the people? Okay, they were inside because it was 100 million fucking degrees outside. They were inside in air conditioning while these animals sat out there and who knows how this shit got started. Who knows? I mean, I was at the Board of Supervisors meeting today and they said, oh, maybe it was arson. You know, like one of the supervisors said, you think it was arson? Of course, the fire chief couldn't answer that. Not your job to speculate. But but I'm thinking to myself, okay, I mean, it's hot as balls and 50 animals got burned up, burned alive, dude. What were they, horses? And there were horses, cattle, goats, chickens, everything on fucking... Okay, so farm shit. Everything in the song, dude. Chickens, you know. <laughs> Old McDonald's yeah, is an arsonist. all these animals got burned the fuck up. And I'm like, that's sad. Because to me, it's like, if you live... I always thought, I didn't grow up on a farm, but I always thought when you... Farmers, Where's the fucking barbecue at? <laughs> farmers are out there, like, taking care of these fucking things, right? I mean, they're not just inside. Like, what are you well, doing? Well, it depends. There's... But aren't you out there feeding them, mm, watering them? I mean, it, your variance as um, I'm ignorant. I don't know. I mean, I I raised pigs when I was in school, like because it was an easy way to get scholarships. And, right. Yeah. FFA type thing. Yeah, to get out yeah. of class. Oh, dude, you want know the easiest way to get out of school for weeks at a time, where you get to go to fairs Show and fuck off. And yeah, you buy a <laughs> pig, dude. It costs you like a hundred bucks to you buy a piglet. With it, you got to get a costume and all that. You get white jeans and a fucking blue jacket, whatever. But it costs you like a hundred bucks for a pig and maybe three hundred in food because you only have the fucker for three months. And then from what? from baby and then, what, to, and then what happened? It's sold and slaughtered. No fucking way! Are you kidding me? All them kids walking those animals around? from baby to show hog is three oh my months. God. So the people that are buying these animals are just pretty much slaughtering them. Yeah, I thought they were like keeping them as pets. And no. Shit. Oh my God. That is the most bro, fucking barbaric shit ever. Bro, if you fucking go oh to... Oh, my God. The, you know the school farm that's out there <laughs> on Mount Vernon? Yeah. Go there about three days after the fair ends, and it looks like a Friday the 13th scene. Is You'll that, see multiple fucking trucks out there just shooting those fuckers in the head and slitting their throats. Get out of here, really? Right there on the... Fuck, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what they do now. Like, it, it may be different. My fair pig at fucking for the Kern County Fair, I almost let him live. I thought those were the lucky ones, man. Like, oh, hey, guess oh. what? You're not getting slaughtered. You're getting shown. Now, you shown. have the breeding ones, you know, the ones that get big and fat, and they get to fucking eat forever, and they get like 700 pounds. But what? the ones at the fair, those little skinny, nice, prim ones that have low fat content on them, no, bro. That's oh, what fills your whoa, freezer. Oh, dude. I thought, I thought they were all the lucky ones. Like, hey, you know. My, I- my senior year, my show pig... For Kern County, like, he sold. So you call the butcher out there because you have to arrange a butcher to come out and slaughter right, him. Right. So they shoot him in the head once, like, because they ring him out there. Like, like that right. hydraulic air thing? No, that... this motherfucker had a fucking twenty-two, or whatever he had. I think it was a twenty-two. Jesus. Fucking walks up, puts it right up to his head. Boom. Right? So he's down, and then all of a sudden he goes, <laughs> shakes it off and starts walking. <laughs> starts walking again no like, fucking way this creature that whoa. you just got close with for three months <laughs> well I didn't care about that I'm like oh, fucking whatever like I'm a fucking asshole like I I didn't name him I got all into that like hey fuck you I'm not naming you like 
and he pissed me off. Like, well, that's cause, good. Because he got all dirty. Like, I was getting ready to show the fucker. You put separation between yourself yeah. and the animal. That's good. He got all fucking, like, I got him all cleaned up, getting ready to show him that cocksucker went and dove in the mud, so I had to go fucking hose, fucking, him, hose him off again. Jesus. So, um, he shoots him in the head once. The fucker shakes it off, gets up, starts walking around. He walks up and hits him again, right? I'm like, all right, cool. It's over. No, it wasn't. That fucker took three shots in the head. And I'm like, if he gets up the fourth fucking time, we're letting this motherfucker was live. Twenty two Was it a rifle, at least? Yeah. I mean, I, I would think he'd use something a little bit bigger. It yeah, might have been. I don't remember. I was fucking yeah. 17. Because I'm thinking to myself, 22 on a big-ass pig. Some of these pigs are massive. But I don't know, man. I, I didn't grow up in any of that. So, I, I, just, well, I mean, they press that shit right up to that fucking head, and they fucking put it in. When I heard that, I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, man. Where are the farmers? I mean, yeah, it's in No, Oregon. but you know what I'm going to tell you what? Depending on what farm, and you were talking like... There's I, a, it's probably a, a house with Put land. it this way. Put it this way. You know about raising dogs, right? Somewhat. And, and, oh, well, you have dogs. Yeah, yeah. And you know the way you and... You, you've hauled Max around. You yeah, hauled yeah, Max yeah. around and you right, babied yeah, yeah. fucking Mia and yeah, you, you yeah. take concerts or whatever yeah. and, you know, sneak okay. them into movies. Yeah. And then, you know, your fucking neighbor that fucking kicks open their back door and goes, here, fucker, and throws some food at it and <laughs> slams the fucking door on Pretty it. Pretty much. And it barks outside yep. and fucking, That's okay. Me. What do you think farmers do? Same That's fucking, fucking thing. That's fucking tragic. I, I thought they had to have You know, there's a guy who's going out there and vaccinating and doing all that other shit and really taking care of the animals. And then there's the fucking slop farmer who just walks by, you know, pulls up in the back of a truck, doesn't even stop, hucks the food out of the fucking back of the fucking, you know, has somebody in the back. See, I thought there was like regulations and inspectors. Oh. And, you know, I thought there was like. Isn't fucking, there regulations for everything? Yeah, but I thought with animals it was different. Like, hey, okay, if you want to have animals. Because you you're gotta, selling it to. Maybe it's their own private shit, you know? I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, that's fucking crazy. So it's sad, dude. They just burned up like that, and it's like, man, you stupid fucks. I mean, humans, like, like I said a few minutes ago. You know, ago, there was a fucking meth lab fire that got out of control. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, burning wax, whatever. But I, I'm like, humans, I don't feel as sorry for because humans, we're smart enough to, to know, hey, it's raining. Better well, not take my Well, your fucking dog's not building cave. a fence to fucking keep you fucking restrained either. True. True. But anyway, but like I'm saying, though, like, like. Humans can decide not to do certain things. Like, hey, I better not fucking do this because this is going to happen. But they still make stupid mistakes anyways. Well, and how many times, I mean, of course you've seen it in a movie, but how many times does a fucking stupid horse kick over the fucking thing that causes a fire? I mean, this isn't Little House on the Prairie and you're not in there with your fucking lantern in the hay barn. Yeah, the way you're describing it, maybe people had fucking stupid shit laying around. I don't know. I just always assumed that there was like, you had to have. Bro, they probably had. Shit done a certain way. Old ass fucking shit hay fucking that's basically combustible as gasoline out there, you know. It's all dried up. The yeah, horse, the horse don't want to eat that shit. Like dog shit, you know. And depending, you also got to depend too because you figure if they were in good pen areas, right? If they had good areas with non weeds around them and it was just solid dirt around there, what would burn there? Nothing. Yeah. So it was probably all grown up in shitty weeds around it and everything else. Oh, they man. were walking in shit. You know, like, when you see these fucking mountains around here on fire, you don't think, unless some fucking farmer got on it quick, that there's not a few head of cattle that they have up in the fucking... Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't you know, doubt it. Back 40 that, you know, all of a sudden we're having barbecue here somewhere, you know, because... Fuck, that just sucks. 
I, I just hate hearing that, man, because I don't really have a soft spot for humans at all, dude. I, I don't. I mean, no, I, it's... Know, well, I mean, I do, I, I like, for children, you know what I mean, for people who can't help themselves, all right, that I do. But for, like, average, mentally sound people, I just don't have, like, soft spots for them, man. You can decide to take care of yourself. Or I'm not. honestly, dude, I really, really, like, I, I'm becoming like a fucking sociopath, dude. Like, I have no empathy. Like, fucking just like... See, I, I do, dude. I do for, like, children, man. And, and people who... People who seriously can't take care of themselves. Like, okay, you definitely need help just to get through the fucking day. Like, that, to me... I, I feel bad to... But even that, to a certain degree, man. I... I man, it's, it's been... Well, hard. you know what, dude? And I've, I've rationalized it like this. Like... My kids are older now, and you know, like when you're in a store, and I don't know if you do or not, but when you hear a, a, a crying kid, and you know the difference in cry, you know the difference in a whiny cry, and a difference in like a bratty cry, yeah, or or like yeah. maybe help or I'm hurt, right? Yeah, I don't have that curiosity. Oh, I hope that little fella's all right. I'm shut it the fuck up. That's all that goes through my head now. Regardless. Shut it up now. Regardless. I don't, yes, I don't care if it lost a leg. I don't want to know. I don't care. Shut the fuck up. I, probably because I'm going through the age right now is why. why but I even when that. I had my own kids, like, I'd be like, if his head's still attached, he better shut the fuck up. Oh, don't up. get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's days where I completely lose my shit. No, but like if I'm out in the store and my kids were to cry, which they never did because it was like, look, if you cry in the store, we're going to the car and we're going to have a yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. that you ain't going to like. Right. So, no, my kids are silent. And that's why I don't have... Bro, I go into a store or work in a store or whatever and you see people... And I have no empathy for this. You know what a Code Adam is? A what? Code Adam. Code Adam. You'll hear it in stores. Is that like where... Uh, yeah, okay. Is it Code Adam is kids like, went missing because oh, of shit. Adam Walsh. You know the story John Walsh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah, kid yeah. went missing in a Sears, I think so it was do you in do? Florida. Like, just shut the doors real quick? No, it's just that all the employees pretty much are supposed to drop what they're doing. And look Because there's a description out. Yeah, you do block the doors kind of, you know, and you're kind of like, hey... Hey, I see some asshole walking out yeah, with a kid yeah, who did. looks very much like him because, yeah. you know, that's... because. What happened is this dude took, you know, John Walsh's kid out and fucking decapitated him. And, you know, right, right, right. so they passed it. It's a Code Adam thing. But honestly, like I raised two kids. My kids never got lost. I and if you work in a store like when I at a grocery store, like you, you get the regular customers. And a lot of the times it's the same people that keep continually and they use it also because they let them run around, and instead of having to find them and having to parent... That's interesting. That's interesting. So it's the same people that you always look for the same kids. Not always. But, but sometimes. But when en you see them... Enough to in, notice it. When you see them in yeah, a store, and, and you'll hear them yell their name. <laughs> I could yell a name right... I could say a name right now, and that... This fat bitch. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I won't say the name, but... <laughs> 600 pounds. Nah, maybe not. That's... What, Four fifty, maybe four four bills. Is she riding a scooter? Oh yeah, but and has there, comes in several times a month, which I know she's not working. No way. And has I don't understand who continues to fuck this monster to have these these children, but will continue like. 
And you'll hear her kid lost every time. You hear all the yelling. You know they're in the store. I know her kids' names. Yeah, that's just fucking irresponsible, man. I mean, that... I know her kids' names from her yelling. And oh, you go like, God. here comes a tornado. Are the kids all fat, too? Not yet. You know none of them bathed? Not yet. Yeah, because you know it's coming. That's disgusting, though, man. See, those are the people I don't have empathy for. I, I, I don't have empathy for, for, I guess, maybe the children to a small degree because I think they deserve better, but that's still, like, like she chose to bring them into this world. Uh, but I, I don't have empathy for people like that who, who are just lazy, man. Lazy, lazy fucking people. That I, 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 I can't stand. And I see it everywhere, dude. Everywhere. You want me to tell you a weird story that happened the other day? Do tell. So, I'm shopping the other day. And just there, like, you know, like, say, like, at a, I don't even remember what I was doing, but say, like, you're at a pile where they have, like, a, a, a table of T-shirts or some shit like that, right? And this old couple comes up. And they're like, hello. And I'm like, how are you doing? And they're like, just, just stay right there. To you? And yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. And the. And the old lady and the old man go, yep, yep. And they go, we don't mean to freak you out, but you look exactly like our dead son. Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not him. What do you say to that? Oh, it gets weirder. So I'm like, no, I'm not him. Clearly. Mm. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, old Gary or whatever his name was. You know, he lived in Seattle. So, well, I wish I lived in Seattle. And I'm thinking to myself, and he probably wishes he was alive. But, you know, but it's 112, so I kind of, Seattle would be fucking great, you know. But but then they're like, we have a question. Oh, God, here it comes. Can we give you a hug? Oh, fuck no, man. What the fuck? Absolutely not. Goodbye. And you hear, like, in my head, you hear Sport Goofy, that fucking woohoo yell, you know, as I fucking run down the hall. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. So man, I'm why like, are people so weird, man? I'm like, man, you probably don't want to do that. And they're like, and they're kind of like, and I'm like, <laughs> I was starting to think, yeah, and I was like, leprosy or no. I was like, no, I just got over the flu. Like, it was the day after the 4th. It was the 6th. Because I... But, but still, why ask? Can we give you a hug? And then, so I was like, yeah, I just got over the flu. And I was like, it ran through everybody in my house. And I was like, you don't, you know. And they're like, oh, okay. I feel for them, though. Yeah, so do I. And then I, they go, well, thank you. Thank you for the memories. Like you gave it to them. <laughs> and I'm like, The memory here at the end of aisle 5. Fuck, no problem. Oh, it's all, I don't understand. I got the hell out of there, too. Yeah, because they're probably following you home and shit. I, I don't, I feel for people because death is, it's hard, dude. It's tough. And, and I was at the beach on Sunday and I'm standing out there and I kept looking back, make sure my son wasn't doing anything stupid. And this woman, a red haired woman was walking on the beach and the way she had her hair up and kind of like the form of her body reminded me of my mom. And I, I didn't even tell my wife this. this is the first time I've talked about it. And I, and I, and I remember I just stared at this woman as she walked you know, down the beach, wasn't checking her out or anything like that. I was just like, you know, it just reminded me of my mom. Right. So I get how somebody can see someone, especially a child. Well, right? dude, I'll tell especially you right now. Especially a child. I'll tell you right now, like, uh, there was a dude when I worked at Foods Co. Like, you got to realize my dad died in, let's see, I'm 
78, 79-ish. I was, or 77, 78. I was four or five-ish. Like, not quite to kindergarten yet. And you got to remember, for one, like, chemo, like, because he died of pancreatic cancer. And chemo was brutal back then. And, like, he wouldn't do it. Like, he's like, nah, because, like, they told him, you know, like, you're going to be sick for a period of time, like, you know, between your treatments. And he's like, man, I got a four-year-old kid, and, like, I ain't going to be sick, and fucking blah, 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 and all this. So, he ended up dying from it. But, like, my grandfather had this, like, did you guys take pictures in your mom, like, of the upper after she was no like, I was abs- I was I was 100% against that and fucking ignorant people in my family did and see I, I don't I like found, that creepy I found shit out about it there's Italian people Italian people are fucking big no, about that shit my, my mother's father is a fucking weirdo and uh, I just wrote him off but and, me and, as a kid dude at uh, like 6, 7 I've been told all this time no. from my grandfather that I've got what was he say a picture or a collage and I had it it's out in the garage. Of like in the in the in the office. fucking casket. That's no, dude. That wearing no. a bad, you know, nineteen seventy eight fucking suit, and the guy is like, no. He's got um. My dad, <clears throat> like, was always clean cut. Like, never had facial hair or anything like that. But when they he had like a basically a full beard because it was fucking painful to shave and it was painful to do all this shit so he's got like a full beard and he's gaunt as fuck you know i mean like and this fucking pictures like and i remember from being six seven years old like grandpa would always be like now remember because he had which i didn't get this but he always had a movie projector that he always promised like he said like like he'd always tell me like oh when i die this is yours and Yeah, this collage, and he'd show me this fucking collage, and I'd be like, "Uh," but how weird? Yeah, yeah fucking, and, weird. and serious, it's in a fucking tote. I mean, it, I, in my garage, some like people deal with it like that. I don't. I don't. I don't want that as my memory. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially four or five. Like, let me have the few memories I have of my dad that are still floating around in there. Him taking me to go see Star Wars, but in between his fucking cancer treatments in Santa yeah, Barbara. But you remember that. Right. Like That's about one of the only, you know. That and him shooting a fucking mouse with a twenty two in a closet, twenty two pistol. I still don't understand how he fucking did it. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. They flipped a fucking house over, and that fucker... Well, my dad was the hunting, fishing, shooting guy. Like, okay. He was the guy who would come home with his limit when nobody got shit. He was the guy who would shoot two deer and make his brother drag the other fucking deer fucking home. Like, fucking, like, when nobody else got shit. Like, wow. It, the fisherman, all that shit. And that fucker locked himself in a closet with a mouse. Me, him, and my mom flipped <laughs> over the fucking entire house. And I remember Elvis dying. We were playing with my train sets, and Elvis was dead. Fucking weird. Yeah, but think about that, about how the brain remembers those things. Yeah, I remember playing with my train set. We had a train set in one room and an electric car set, and we kind of, like, connect them. They were, like, over one together, and I remember fucking Elvis being But that was just a normal day, though. I mean, for, I mean, maybe... No, I would. They and my my baby Elvis, like that was like stuff. Oh, that was, well, well, what knew. I'm saying is, is that that was just a day. That was just a particular day. But, nothing special, but something. But back to this collage, I still remember the picture. There was a dude that used to come into Foods Co. that looked like my dead dad. Oh, like it freaked me the fuck out the first <laughs> time. Like I snapped pictures. I was like, Jen, look, zombie dad's here, and fuck him because if he gets around me, I'm killing him. Like he's going back in the box. Ooh, yeah, bro. I mean, like had the fucking like. Dressed like 
Had like the bad 1970s suit on. Like he comes in there all the time. But I think it's a concept of death, though, man. It's a, it's the fact that somebody that's not here anymore. It's it's like I mean whether it's the people looking at you at work or you looking at Zombie Dad and and Fuzco or me looking at a woman on the. Beach. I didn't want to hug him. I'll no, tell you that no, much. No, no, no. I, I wasn't gonna about. I, see, I would never, I would never walk in on shore from where I was waiting in the beach. And go and say, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me. Now, I have snapped a picture of some, like, without them knowing, and, like, sent it to Jen and be like, look, look like my dead aunt. That's like, different. That's fucking crazy. That's man. different. But but to walk up to him and say, excuse me, ma'am, I'm sorry, this is going to sound completely batshit crazy, but you remind me so much that, of That just tells mother. you right there. When you go, when you have to go up to somebody and you preface something, and you go, listen, now this sounds complete. Stop. Yeah, just stop. Just don't well, do When it. you're going to say, yeah. that's when you, like, the same thing's in your mind when you go, now this may sound racist, or but when, fucking no. Or when someone tells you, don't get mad, but right. wait, stop. Why the fuck? Don't. My daughter, I love it. My, my wife being Mexican. Yeah. My wife being Mexican, people be like, now look, don't be offended, but here comes the Mexican joke, which she's not offended by him, like, but it's funny when they go like, don't be offended. Like, you don't preface. That, yeah, what a, what, a, what a weird way to kind of prep people for things. But, but I, look, man, when it comes to death, it's a very, very weird thing for some people. And, I ask me how many times I've been to my mom's grave, twice, dude, twice, twice. I don't the do day, it. The day of the funeral, and then I went one day during Christmas season with my dad and my daughter to drop off a Christmas tree, no. and it was that that day, dropping off that Christmas tree, that I said, "Fuck this, dude." No, my mother, while her body might be standing beneath me, or I mean, or while her body m- might be underneath where I'm standing, uh. I have no reason to come here. And you know what? I what still am I do? talk to the ground. Part of me still wonders, like, is it really there? What do you mean? Like, it, it, there's something weird to me about the whole burial process. And well, I mean, yeah, it, for us, it was. I mean, we know. I mean, I, I'm just fucking. You, you hear that all of a sudden that these places have sold these fucking plots Body fifty bodies. times over, and then there's a big pile of ash in the back where fucking you know, no, but. And you know what? Burial is weird for me anyway because I think it's like there's only so much land that we have on this planet. And right. for you to go, we're making this piece of ground sacred and nobody can ever do anything here is right. fucking insane. And then it's a whole, and then funerals again, man, bring the worst out in people. I think weddings do too. For me, I, I chose that day. I said, I'm never coming back here because my mom. Because the same people who are telling me, well, your mom sees everything. She's with you. Your mom, you know, Chad, she knows, you know, she's watching over you, this, that, and the other. So if that's the case, if that's true, let's go with that logic. Okay, if mom sees everything, she's here with me right now when I'm with Randy. She's watching me do this podcast. Why am I going to go to a fucking piece of ground and talk? That's always my thing. I don't. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And it's the same people. I, I, and look, man, when my mom died, uh, her family died with her. I don't communicate with any of these people. I never will. I'm done. Uh, they're just all fucking weird, and, and I don't want nothing to do with them. And I hope they're listening to this. But for me, I, these same people that tell me that and that talk like that, oh, your mother sees everything, your mother's all around you, she's with you, are the same people that will drive three hours up here to be near her grave and then throw fits because we chose to bury her here. So death, to me, is bad enough because the person leaves you. Then it brings out all this craziness in people. It destroyed. It destroys relationships. It really does. That when I wouldn't have the audacity to walk up to that lady on the beach and say, "Excuse me, 
I'm dealing with all this craziness with my mother's death, but goddamn, you look just like her. Yeah. Why would I want to bring that to her? Well, that's... You see what I'm saying? Like, that, right. like that, that's just fucking and, You weird. know, and the people who say that, you know, your mom's watching over you or whatever and all that, like, and they, they believe it. I wonder about those people, like, I wonder, like, because then, as soon as they say that, I start going, so you believe that God is watching everything you do, and then I go, why the fuck do you live your life like that, like, put it this way, and I'm going to be dumb with this example, if I believed my grandma was watching over everything I do, I could never have sex with my wife, or I would never fucking masturbate, or fucking taking a shit, you know, like, no matter what, can you imagine, I'd be like, hey, fuckers, you know, hey, I'd look up to the sky and go, look, bro, I'm gonna go drop a shit, can you guys all fucking, you know, go check on Cousin Judy for a minute, man, like, come back in five minutes, or do they do, like, TV, and they go, like, they flip around, they go, oh, fuck, Randy's on a shit, or never mind, (laughs) fucking flip, we gotta go watch Cousin Phil here, you know, oh, shit, so-and-so's on Pornhub, better, oh, fuck, yeah, and, and Joy, no, I don't. Because I, I I'm gonna tell you what, if that does happen, you fuckers are fucked when I'm dead. Because I'm watching and you're getting signs, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't get it, man. I don't. And, and my mother's death has really, really affected my life in, in a lot of different ways. And and when it comes to that, is mom here? Do I feel her? Is she coming to me in my dreams? You know, I, all I can say is that I just hope she knows that I'm doing my best to, to live a, a happy life and be a good husband and father. That's it. You know, I that's it. When people when, when I post something on social media and I'm like, man, you know, I say a lot, you know, my mom never got to see me at my full potential, so I'll make sure that everybody else does. And people comment at least 20 times, oh, she sees, Chad. She she sees. Does she? Like, can I look my mom in the eye right now and say, mom, hey, how do you feel about me doing this? Hey, mom, finally got to record with Randy today, man. It was great. You, you can't see you. You're talking to the wrong dude because you're talking to a dude whose dad died when he was four. And no, you want to talk about somebody fucking bitter. Like, but, but, but see, my I, thing, I the, part of my thing with religion, when I was a kid, is they always told you, you know, like, well, your dad, you know, decided to fucking to walk with Jesus or whatever. So I'm like, wait a second. Where are they going? No, my yeah. thing was, <laughs> so so he had a choice here, right? Raise me or go walk. Stay with Jesus. here, hang out with this. Four-year-old soon-to-be asshole that I am, or right. go frolic in the tulips with the old dude in the beard and the robes. Right. Well, exactly. now if I was to believe that, then I have to hate my father. You know, like. So, my okay. So obviously, my faith. I, I was very agnostic before she died, and then, and then when she died, my faith kind of reemerged. But now I'm kind of starting to kind of fade back again because I think what I was dealing with was just the, the shock and awe that my mom. You know, obviously wasn't here anymore and she committed suicide and it was just extremely like it's like getting hit in the head of that bat dude it was like fuck you know I'm, I'm just seeing well the stars. thing is with religion and I think it's always been there is it's there to it well that you see and I don't know why we haven't done it with our religion that they used it to explain shit that they couldn't explain. Right, exactly. It, 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 was, an, it was an excuse for people to, to get by things they didn't know about. Why do you think you hear all these stories about monsters and shit? No, there was probably a fucking sinkhole that fucking sucked up the villagers one day or whatever, and they're like, oh, fucking Godzilla. You know, look, right. it, it's a monster footprint that just fucking, you know, walked through the... You get a couple sinkholes, and you're like, look, there he goes. Boom, boom. Or when they found dinosaur skulls, you know, in ancient times, like in the side of mountains and shit, it's like, oh, that's a dragon, man. There must be another one around here somewhere. It... The ancients had a, had a hard time understanding these things. Well, so, you don't want to fucking tell them, like, look, dude, look, 
-hmm. There's fucking fiery earth underneath Mm -hmm. that could blow up and fucking kill you at any time. It's random as fuck, you primitive shitheads. And who knows, you know, and you might not want to fucking, I don't know, you might not want to wash your clothes in those alligator waters over there while you're banging rocks and letting your kids play. Because, you know what? They're going to suck one or two of them away. Like, look, there's a bunch of random fucked up shit's going to happen. You, you don't, you can't tell them that. Yeah, and, and the faith factor, man, is something that I just choose to believe, you know, that, that I, I believe in energy, man. I don't want to go into a whole excuse about faith and religion and God and stuff, but when it comes to, I, I think, dealing with death in, in particular, it, it it ignites things in you, but then, you know, there, there's like this, the, the, the honeymoon effect, right? Like right, it's it, like you know? the euphoric fucking, you know. Right. Well, it's shock, it, it, you know? Where, it, where it is. Especially it, in this situation, you know, like, especially with, you know, because, like, yeah, it's you know, it's shock. not, you know, it's it's not, it, it's not a long, drawn-out fucking, you know. No, I didn't know my mom was going to go, you know I mean? It wasn't like, okay, you Right, gotta, yeah, she got pancreatic you know? cancer, and, you right. know, yeah. I've got, you know, because there's a lot of people, like, I knew one of my wife's cousins, like, it was one of my favorite people in the world and she died and she had cancer and it was like they gave her fucking like 30 days or three months to live fucking four years wow. before she died wow. so like there was a period where like oh fuck we gotta make him in but you know right, we right, hang right, out right. with her as much as we can but then she's not going anywhere. and then for a while you're like well this bitch ain't gonna fucking die yeah, like okay. she's and fucking now I feel kind of stupid yeah no you know? it, it, it's, it's just weird man it, it's so fucking weird because it, it hits you. It's a shock, it's, especially when you're dealing with suicide. And then it's it's just a, a sudden. Okay, now I need to make these changes. But then it, then things kind of like get back to normal. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I I do believe in something. I, I know I don't. I'm not going to believe in this. But then I said I believe in this. And so now I got to go back and say, well, look, man. Like it's just really weird, man. Like like when somebody leaves and. Well, the your the problem that you had too though is that then it's weird that you've put it all out there, yeah. So everybody thinks they're invested, and they they can give their opinions or they need to give their opinions on and it matters what they, they, you they should do and it, it it's not about that they want to help you necessarily. They want you on their team. Sure they do. Sure they do. And when now, I'm not, it, now it and to be honest, I'm atheist as fuck. Yeah. And now when you said, hey, I found, like, what's the message I sent you before you went to that fucking camp? You said, you said no matter what happens. It, find your fucking truth. Right, you right, fucking, yeah. if God, right. I wrote the exact word. The, if God. What, what, what a friend should say is what you said. I was like, like dude, I was like, leave message. your, I said, leave yourself. You know, and I wanted to call you a faggot at the end of it or something. You know, I was like, fuck, this is getting too emotional here. Like, you know, oh, by P.S., you suck dick or, you know. But but no, I was like, hey, man, I was like, you're going to a fucking religious camp. I was like, if God's out there for you to find, fucking find that motherfucker and hug it. And, you know, like, I said, don't close yourself off. Don't go in there with your fucking preconceived notions or you're wasting your time, your kids away from your kids and all that. But you know what I got out of that though, man? Because I, I think we've only sat once since since I've been back from that, and, and we'll just I'll just kind of hit it real quick. Yeah, man. When when I went there, I I I got to really mourn my mom, and under, from a spiritual side, like I got to say, okay, mom, you know, you raised me a Catholic. We were close, you know, to Jesus, and that's I know in those last three minutes of your life, I know that that was probably the closest you were to ever to God, who you believe God to be. Like that, those last three minutes of my mom's life. 
I truly believe that she felt she was with God as close as she could be because she was ready to do this. This is what the last minute or two, I know that like she was there. She, you know, she was right there. You gotta have to be, I think. I, you know, in my in, in my belief. I mean, that's probably me dealing with it. But so when I when I went to this camp, I said, okay, you know, I I, I, I am gonna be this person my mom wanted me to be. And as I sit here right now, like like I'm not saying I'm not, but my mom taught me who God is through the Catholic faith and through angels and through all that stuff that she believed in. What that's done to me is it's it's, it's turned me into the man that I am, meaning that like I love. I have compassion. Right. I and have compassion. I can forgive. That's like if that girlfriend wouldn't have broke up with you in sixth grade, you would end up marrying your wife type right. thing. You know, yeah, like, exa- exactly, exactly. And you have to love all the shit and be like, that's cool. Everything that happened, even if it sucked, you know. So when I said like you and your first it was Skylar's mom, yeah. you know, like if that didn't happen, you wouldn't have two boys, and it's all fucking exactly. You know? It's a chain of events. And so when I said in that video at that at, the, at my testimony, it, it was more. It was in that testimony I gave at that place was more or less a testimony of like who I am as a result of this tragic situation. When I said that, hey, um, you know, I, I, I will renew my relationship with Christ, what I meant by that, looking back in hindsight, what I've meant and what I mean to this day is that everything she taught me that Christ taught her, love, compassion, forgiveness, right? Uh, I will work diligently on, on, on having. I, I've, I've, I went out on a limb and I showed compassion for these Mexican kids at the border because I did that because I, I thought to myself, what would my mom think about this? And I thought hard about how I felt about well, it. Well, the Houston mission. Yeah, the Houston mission, exactly, man. For, for, for the like, So I, I do live the, a life of faith, but I'm just not going to go read a Bible. I'm not going to go to a church. I'm not going to give money to a church. I'm not going to go when I'm having a hard time and go well, ask and isn't pastor like whoever. Your advice. you said I forgot the word you said about your relationship with Christ or whatever is you at least you at least re-examined it you know I did and, instead and of I, just going you know not fuck no 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 you know like not even like you know no you, because my mom would always tell me you know I'd make fun of people all the time you know people with Down syndrome as a kid I'd make fun of them I'd make fun of anybody goofy anybody who had any kind of that I could make fun of I would and my mom would say Chad you know like you know G- you know Jesus loves them too or or she would say something that was effective, or it's like, I would feel bad. So, right. So, and I still laugh at people to this day. I mean, not Down syndrome or whatever, but if I see someone fall, I'm going to fucking laugh. But I'm taking the values that my mom gave me through her re- religious beliefs and faith, and I'm applying that to my life. I don't, now some people would say, well, you're a Christian, and you just don't want to admit it. No. I'm a guy who fucking loves people, man. Like, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and be a complete total asshole. But my mother raised me a certain way, and I'm going to honor that. And so people can take it how they want. You know, I get told all the time, uh, Chad, you're, you're a Christian. You, you, you know, you, we saw that video. Bro, you're when, a when, you know what? When I see somebody type, like, well, what would your mom think? Dude, I want to fucking take my phone or my laptop yeah, that's pretty, and pretty. fucking throw it across the fucking room. Oh, people get brave, man. People get, people get brave to the point where they think that they are on a position of authority and they can say certain things. What? What is? That's what I'm saying about you putting it out there, though. Like, where yeah, you but, think but that I gotta people? Be, I'm open to it. Right. It, you know, recently, like I, I, I've decided not to allow people in my head 
because once you do that, well, we had that conversation too. You know, yeah, like, oh yeah, definitely. That this is fucking my whole motto is this is valuable space, motherfucker, and you can't afford to rent. Mm-mm. You know, no, exactly, yeah, especially in my head. Uh, but but you know, it, it, it's one of those things that it's hard to to put yourself out there and then to see people react. P.S. You know what? Speaking of space and rent, we haven't talked about the one motherfucker that you guys all thought we were going to talk about. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Yeah. I mean, see that's No, thing. see I didn't want to break that conversation about. Dude, I think that, I think that's growth, man. And that's what I want to talk to you about as, in regards to that camp. So, what I took from that camp is my mom sent my mom didn't send me there, but but I feel like my mom's death sent me there. I would have never gone to that place. Never. I would have never gone to that Mighty Oaks Warrior program because of the base that it was you know that that was a, a faith-based program, you know, taught by fellow, right. fellow combat vets and Navy SEALs and all that shit. I mean, they weren't hiding it, you know, like no. they weren't hiding that, you know, hey, yeah. But you know what I got from there that I would have never heard about is how to achieve post-traumatic growth. I had never heard that phrase before. Nobody has ever taught me that. I took from that camp, dude, from that week at at, at Mighty Oaks, I took the concept of having post-traumatic growth, and now I have it. Like I. I literally live that shit every day of my life. So it's in a way, in a way, that my mom, her death gave me the greatest gift. As horrible and tragic as it was, her death gave me the greatest gift she had ever given me. Well, and then the fact was... Through a religious experience. I'm sure... Now, now she may have wanted you to to be into her faith and be all about it and all that. 100%. Right, but she would have been happy... As little as I know her, is if if she knew that you honestly reevaluated oh, and yeah. just went, look, I can't, you know. But she gave you the opportunity for you to go, yeah, but you know. Well, and and to me, people like there's two things on that. Like at the camp, like holding you to like your testimony, going, well, you said this in that testimony or whatever. To me, that's rehab sober. Sure. Where, where, where somebody's locked away in a rehab for exactly. fucking 90 days and, and yep. they're sober. Because you're not using, that's not real life. That's, you're... You're, you're, you're using a, no, you're 100% right. You're, you're, you're secluded and you're locked away. You're in the sober house. Okay, well, now, here's the thing. The real life test is, you gotta go to Fast Trip and buy a fucking gallon of gas without getting a fucking tall boy on the oh, way yeah. out of this motherfucker. Yeah, now, and, that's the fucking real-world test, you know? And, and to me, it, it was like a, a it was spiritual rehab, man. It, it took me to a place where it was like, all right, man, your mom died less than two months ago in a tragic way by her own hand. What are you going to do with this experience? That's what it did for me, man. And Well, yeah. you've re-examined everything. You've oh, taken dude. inventory of everything. Oh, you have to. Just like, you know, just like, and now, now I'm in the rhythm of life, right? Now I'm waking up every day, going through my numbers, and... I, I have this book I got. It's called A Fight Plan, and I go through it, and I, and I read it. And that book that I got at Mighty Oaks, and the, the religious text, I never glance over it. There's, like, religious phrases in each, in each deal that I look at. But I don't even pay attention to those. I pay attention to the lessons it learned that's based off of those. Well, to me, it's like the, you know, like the Aesop's fables or whatever, where, like, they're good life lessons or whatever. Sure, yeah, if you take exactly. a lot away of the talking snakes and the burning bushes and a lot of the hocus There's pocus. There's a lot of good lessons. They're there. teaching you to fucking, you know, don't yeah. kill your neighbor, don't fuck his wife, right, and exactly. don't steal his shit, right. you know? And this Mighty Oaks program taught me to not, not be a prisoner to my own life, man. Not Don't be a prisoner to myself. Don't let don't let people in my head, you know? So So what? If this particular individual wants to talk shit about me all the time on social media, and so what if this person wants to come troll me? 
So what if this person says that? Who cares? Like, dude, honestly, I, sw- I swear, Randy, a year ago, I would have spent this entire show talking about one individual. But why? Why are we going to sit here and allow people to be in our heads when, as, as two grown men, we, c- we can sit here and as a grown man myself, I can talk about a plethora of shit with you. You're my friend. I'm not going to waste our time together talking about somebody. That's what we text about and we send memes about. With yeah, man. And, and, that, and I think I would have never reached that point had I not gone to that program, which was spiritually based. And, it, and, it's, and, and, and the, the fight plan that it gives me is based off spirituality. But it, it, you really you don't need the Bible to go through with the experience that I, that I went there for that. That I went there for. No. You know, now at the time when I gave that testimony, I was like, yes, this is it. You know, this is where I'm at. Then I came home and I began to have my own personal conflict with faith still. And I said, okay, but wait a minute, time out. Where was I at Mighty Oaks? And I have managed, dude, much to my alcohol sobriety, to stand by and say, okay, this is what I got to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. And, dude, that's honestly like what I do with my life every single day. And, you know, do I attribute it to God? I don't know, man. What they, they said in the Bible, God is love. Fucking A, man. It, the, the feeling you have for your wife, for your son, you know, for the feeling I have for, for my wife and children, um, you know, that's love, dude. And, and wherever that fucking originates from, that is what I believe in. Yeah, I mean, and you, you don't know if that's saying? nature, nurture, instinct. You, you don't know, know what it is. That's primal, you know. We have no idea. But that's what I believe in. Like, when I, when I come home, I'll, I'm going to leave here right now in a little bit. I'm going to go home. My one-year-old's going to run up to me and... The little fucker can't even talk yet, and he's gonna be two. But he lets out. I know when he says "dad," like he like he like he just goes ah. Right. That to me is like that feeling of love, dude. That is what I believe in, and I think my mom would be pretty comfortable knowing that that is at least my compromise. And it's that simple, dude. Well, you know, and I've had this debate, and it's kind of a goofy one with this subject, but there's a whole Nirvana thing, and it's like. Um, with Dave Grohl, was Dave Grohl there to support Kurt, or was actually Kurt's death what spawned the Foo Fighters? You know, and it, there's been this weird. This was a drunken fucking me and Preston conversation no, we that, had one night. I've heard that. That's extremely interesting. And we have fucking gone through this fucking like one of these. Because if you think about it, Nirvana's only together for fucking five years, and then this fucking band's been around twenty. You know, and yeah. like it's one of those things that like, and you know, what is. The whole thing is, is that, yeah, that tragedy happens, but what's born after that, you know? like I think that's the key to life, man, honestly. And I know that's a bold statement to say, but I, th- I think that is not, not the meaning of life, but that's the key to life is taking – because everyone can have a good experience, dude. You can go to a concert. You can go to a Foo Fighters concert and have the same experience that I have in a Metallica concert. Where have you learned more? Where have you learned oh, more? From what, when shit has gone good or where shit is – fucking dog shit you know? yeah exactly when things are bad you know we can go have good times walk away from it and not really learn like could you learn anything from a concert I can't I just have a good time but if we were to go to that same concert and you know our fucking let's just say hypothetically a, a fucking mass shooting happens like in Vegas um, that's gonna change you you're gonna learn some shit from that you're gonna evolve Right, you can't really evolve so much off of good events because good events, I think, are more like rewards. Put it this way: the, these are like we'll consider like the salad days right now, where we have a little bit of money in the bank, we have houses, we have roofs over our head. And these, this is just day. This yeah. is a Tuesday and a fucking day. 
But you fondly remember being broke as fuck in yeah. some shit apartment yeah. with your asshole friends where you've scraped enough money together to buy fucking, you know, yeah, three yeah. cases of beer. I could go buy all the fucking beer at Rite Aid right now if I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. And it wouldn't fucking make me as happy as the fucking three cases of fucking beer that we scraped together by, you know, donating Dude. fucking plasma or whatever to go get fucking a shitty case of natural light, you know? plasma. You just hit the nail on the head, dude. Exactly. Like, for the first time in my life, I'm financially comfortable. I'm feeling good. And, I'm, and I, I thought to myself the other day, I, I was in my room and I was still fucking stressed out that that neighbor's dog was barking. I'm still stressed out that, you know... My kid's screaming, and the other one's not getting the hang of fucking going to the bathroom on a toilet. Like, like I'm still not, like, incredibly happy, even though money's in the bank and everything's good. But you you look at, like, the bad times in life, and you look at, like, the, the, the shit, you know, like, when you are having to go pawn shit because you don't have any money or, or you're having to, like, tell your friend, sorry, you can't do that because we're broke or, you know you get a divorce or your mom shoots herself or whatever, man. And you take those bad moments and they turn you into a better person. And that, and that's, I swear, well, I mean, dude. Diamonds are made when, you know, under pressure, you know, you don't, you don't fucking, yeah, dude. you don't sharpen a knife with a fucking cotton ball. You know, it's a fucking hard ass fucking stone, you no, know, dude, you have to. And, and, and it's, it's difficult. It's easier said than done. But I mean, for me, it's like, I mean, it sucks balls when you're going through it, you know, half the time. Oh, you dude, know? I, look, man, it, what has it been eight months? It's been eight months, dude. And and someone met, I, I get I haven't been told lately, but I got told recently like, damn, dude, like you're pretty resilient. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just open. Like I want people to see what this is like because there's somebody out there right now who is, dude. Just think in the past eight months, not just my mom, your wife lost somebody to suicide. Okay, like. Dude, there's somebody listening to this right now. One of her best friends of 30 years, you know. Dude, there's somebody listening to this right now who it might not be you, but it's someone you know or someone you'll come across who is in a point in their life where they've just fucking given up hope. And they're over. And we need, you know what? There's another podcast that we need to have because I think that this motherfucker that we're talking to you on and this thing right here, because people wonder why the fucking suicide fucking epidemic, we'll call it, is fucking this shit right here. Oh, yeah, talking about technology, Facebook, uh, and, and shit like that. Ooh, because yeah, you know yeah. what it is, you're seeing people. Unless you're an idiot, but don't get me wrong. You do have the friends who fucking post about when their life is shit, and that them and their wife are fighting, and then tomorrow they're all oh. good and they're back together. But generally, what you're gonna see is, look. My husband just bought me a new Mercedes. Right. And, well, yeah, because you know why? Because you busted him fucking a secretary. But you're not telling anybody that. You know? Right, right. And, oh, look, so-and-so bought me a new pair of heels. Well, yeah, you know why? Because, like, back to the secretary bit again. Oh, you're going to see all you, You're shit. seeing all the best. Yeah. All yeah. the best. Lord. And yeah. you wonder, like... You look around. I'm sitting here fucking playing MLB The Show. <laughs> exactly. No, you, you don't... Know? Exactly. Well, you know, fucking... Social media, man, and, and it's so good. I, I think I'm a huge advocate for using it, but I think it's We've pleasant. never been close together, but so far apart at the same time. And I, you can fucking tie that back into the fucking food delivery shit, too. You know, and, or Amazon. Any product you've ever wanted, you really don't have to be without anymore. Dude, I want you to go skydiving with me so bad. Because when I go up there, and we circle over Bakersfield, and when you're ready, like, when your shoulder feels good, like, dude, it's on us. Like, like I want you to go because... Uh, to do it for my birthday. Be, because, dude, you get up there and 
you look down and 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 I'll, and I'll tell you this in the plan. I'll let I'll like look, dude. Those are all people down there, because I look down there from thirteen thousand feet, and I and I'm like, fucking hundreds of thousands of people are living down there right now, and look how in close proximity we are. Well, I do it the exact opposite. When I see a plane fly over the head, and I go, now imagine this is fucking Berlin, World War Two or whatever, and they just go, here we're gonna kick a. Bunker buster out of this motherfucker, yeah, you know? kill fucking thousands of people. Like, I'm nothing, you know? <laughs> like, I'm fucking just one of these assholes that fucking, you know? But we are so close, but yet so far away. I mean, you said it perfectly. And social media has a tendency, you know, you look at women, you know, you might be married or you might be even single, and you see a beautiful woman on social media that you know you can't have uh, for whatever reason. Or you see somebody who's younger than you, Who's driving nice cars, buying a house, and you're like, "Fuck, man!" I, you know, like I was an adult when this kid was in fucking grade school. How the fuck does he have all this? Or you look at, you know, even like your sports teams not doing well, but other people are happy because they're. Well, look at are. your sports teams now that you're older than all the players. Yeah, that's very weird. That's very weird. And then you have to deal with that fucking like buying what, jerseys issues. And what have like, I done with my life? Yeah. Well, no, dude. you're like, am I gonna buy? No, exactly. No, you're right. I do. I'm you're fucking right. forty years old, and I'm gonna buy a fucking Mike Trout jersey, and that cocksucker's fucking twenty three. You know, like, ugh, you know. No, it's very weird. It's so weird because then, then you look at movies that you grew up on, and you watch movies that you grew up, and you're like, I want to be like him, and then you're like, Wow, dude, he's that guy that I wanted to be like in that movie is now younger than me, right? You know where I have a hard time myself as a vet is. Looking at these conflicts and these these different things popping up around the world, and these fuckers are are enlisted, and I look at these young captains talking to the media or these young soldiers on mission, and they're younger than me, and I'm like I'm having to watch this shit on the fucking sidelines. You want to blow your fucking mind? Like that's weird for me, dude. Do you remember that show? Fucking yeah. Well, you know Wilford Brimley, fucking never, never diabetes, oh, the fucking yeah. actor. You know yeah. that does a diabetes. Yeah. And he was on that TV show, Our House. I mean, he's looked like he's old as fuck. Like, he did that movie, C- Cocoon, in 1985, yeah, right, right. right? 1985. Yeah, 85, 86. He was only 50 when he did that movie. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to be 45 in fucking two weeks. Age is a fucker, man. Grow- a- so, dude... I know where you're coming from. He's 83 now. Like, but then you think like from 80, like right now, say he was 50 then. It's like, that's pretty close to my age. And I go, I remember 1985. So from now on that period, that, that I'm going to be fucking 83. Dude, I got up out of bed the other day real quick and I went, I, I, I got up real quick and like I, I pulled my calf, bro, and my back and I'm 36 years old and I'm like, for about a day, we went to the beach that same day, and you know I'm in the beach and I'm out there, not far, but I'm out there. Connected. And these these waves are hitting me, and I'm like, boom! And like, I went home on Sunday night, and I told my wife, I said, "Hey, my fucking back hurts." She goes, "What'd you do?" I said, "Well, I think I pulled it getting out of bed." And Got then, out of bed wrong. And then the ocean waves hit me, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh my god!" And she goes, "Well, you're old." I'm like, "I'm 36, not really, but okay. Age age will come up on you, man, and it, it'll. I think depression." And age probably go hand in hand, dude. I, I guarantee you. I, I, I want to look at the age groups because I have a meeting tonight, actually, with the uh, suicide prevention group. I want to look at the ages, man, because there are a lot of young girls doing it. Which I, I bet you it's a really young and then a certain age, like where you go, 
oh my God, I'm not going to be able to achieve all this. And then you get the middle age that go, yeah. oh my God, yeah. I wasn't able to achieve all this. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and I think, honestly, if, if there's one thing I could ask my mother, it, it would be the, you know, the elephant in the room, why? Because you gotta, you know, you have gotta wonder why. She couldn't tell you. I don't think she could either. I, but I would like to see what just her overwhelmed answer. that fucking empty, you know, pit. Yeah. It, well, no, I think it was just, I just, I think it was just loneliness, man. Again, I think for, for my mom, it was definitely loneliness to to a large degree. And you look at people who have connectivity, um, who can see everything, man. And you know, you, picture yourself, dude. You're a lo- you're, you're a lonely individual. And you're scrolling through social media, and all you see are the good shit. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's been my thesis, my theory on this whole shit the entire time, is that, and and you know you get a little bit, you start losing a little bit of your clarity, and lose that you know, because you get tunnel vision, and you start going. You lose that that everybody's just showing you the good shit, mm-hmm. and you go, well, why not me? Where's mine? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, you know yeah. and. It's a difficult, it's a weird conundrum we find ourselves in, man. And all I can say is that, you know, I tell people, and it, it, maybe it's cheesy at this point, but I tell people, fight it, man. Like, just fight through it. Because if you're sitting there and you're letting people in your head, you're letting your own thoughts destroy you, just fight through it, man. Go step outside. My wife's talking about this whole earthing thing, man, where you go outside barefoot. And I'm, I'm not going to go that far, but go outside, dude, and just take a deep breath, look around, and enjoy yourself. You know what? And we're not going to get into this now because we should wrap this up. But, like you said, earthing. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of everything having a fucking name. Oh, and, well, because no, because people can't describe anything. But they just add like an ING the, or fucking like... Well, yeah, they just want to oh. name it because that... But na- see, to me, that goes back to what we were saying earlier that I think we've given people an excuse to be assholes because yeah. you have a disease, you have an illness. It has a name. Yeah. It not... Does. Knock it off, yeah. motherfucker. You well, know? and people want to be, once they can put a word to it, then they don't have to describe it. Oh, well, I have PTSD. Really? What is that? Well, that and what you, you can, you know, you can look for other assholes. Because you know? once you say, I have PTSD, now it's like everyone's supposed to go, oh, okay, okay, he, he has PTSD. He, hey, he has PTSD. Right. No, no, no. Because as soon as I come in and I throw a curveball at you and I say, hey, check this out, I got post traumatic growth. Then they're like, wait, what? The brakes hit. Er, wait, huh? Because now you've Then fucking... it just looks like a fucking dog that farted. You know, they're like <laughs> looking at their ass. Yeah, like, hmm? yeah, dude, they give you that blank kind of stare. And it's like, no, man, check this out. Like, you don't need to go earth or you don't got to go do this. You know, just fucking talk through it, man. Just fucking uh, take a deep breath. You keep dude, moving. Exactly. You know you know what? And I hate this fucking, but like that fucking stupid fucking Finding Nemo, that fucking stupid Dory character. Just keep swimming, you know? Just fucking, you know? Hey, man, a lot of these cheesy movies, though, that, that we watch, because, I, again, I got three-year-old and a one-year-old. You watch these movies, and you look at the messages behind it, and it's like, man, you know, maybe they should show some adults some of these fucking children's movies, man, and, you know, show them that... Well, like, when fuck. we were our best, when, when, when we were the simplest. Exactly. Look, I mean, look at Cars 3, dude. Have you seen that movie? No. So Cars <laughs> Cars 3, I know your kid's probably a little old for that. Cars 3. No, they were, but no. Cars 3 came out a couple years ago, and, and this kid, this car, dude, the main car, voiced by... Uh, Tim wow. Allen. Wow, the, the nose guy. Uh, anyways, Lightning McQueen, man, is getting a little older. Now they're having all the younger cars come in. And it's talking about age, dude. And it's like, 
And I think this is a really good part to wrap this, to wrap this up because he's talking about age in this, in, in this movie. He can't compete with these younger cars. These younger cars have got better training. They got they got simulators, and this dude's like running off straight horsepower, old technique. And he's getting his ass. So he gives them some sleeping pills and then fucks them while they go to sleep. And his name's Car Bill Cosby now. But the the sponsorship the sponsorship's like, hey, you're done, dude. And he's like, give me one more race. Let me decide when I quit. And the whole concept of the movie, without giving it away, is like he decides when he's had enough. A lot of these old people, whether they're in radio or they're in politics, dude, they're they're old and they don't know that. Hey, man, it's time for you to fucking hang it up. It's time for you to give it up because now. Your life's come to an end. You enjoy the rest of your life. Use all of your experiences and go enjoy yourself. But look what you have, dude. You have politicians, radio hosts. Look at Brett Favre. He fucking would not retire. Tom Brady's getting to that point, dude. Peyton Manning was at that point. These people get to the point where they cannot well, retire. They cannot let go of it because I think if they let, if they feel like they let go, then that's all they have, and they can't handle life without. That well, one you know thing. what? My thing was. Like, a couple, and they're still fighting us every once in a while. The fucking net neutrality bill. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, and you have these on. senators fucking voting on it and shit. What I want to do is put a camera in every one of their house, and I go, all right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to record a program on channel 73 for me on your DVR. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they can't fucking go through, uh, on, on next Tuesday, I want you to record that program. If they can't go through their guide, figure out how to select a program and hit record on there. Right, yeah. Um, you don't need to be voting on the future of the fucking internet, you motherfucker. No, yeah, good point. Say not, but don't just stop there. Be like, hey, go on to your device and look up this episode 34 of such and such podcast and listen to it and then come back to me next week and tell me what you think. No, dude, they don't. They can't do that shit. I'm too old. I don't understand. I don't understand this. I don't do it. Or, or how about this? Hey, go to your settings on Facebook and go from uh, uh, go go to change your go change your settings where nobody can post on your wall, but you're still public. They don't know how to do that shit, but they want to justify. But they want to throw their hands up in the air whenever they want. You Same know, like nah, marijuana. I'm too old. I can't do. Same thing with marijuana and cannabis, man. It's like it's like you want to go to them with with actual research, actual numbers, actual testimony. The marijuana advocates, though. Oh, they, they don't stupid. do themselves any fucking favor. Nope, not at all. That's what I just posted this Because morning, if dude. you fucking want to say that this is medicine and all that, then let's stop making Scooby Snack wrappers. Let's stop making shit 100%. look like fucking toys. 100%. You know what? No, dude, you're right. Yeah, it's and, and it's fucking pissed me off forever. And even about the whole fucking, you know, hey, let's sign a petition. Well, how about you get me a fucking respectable looking dude up there instead of the hey bros. Yeah, you know, right. That are up there nope, fucking 100%. vaping, making clouds. They had to kick some dude out in front of the storefront I was because he was fucking vaping so hard in a cloud that it was coming into the fucking, getting sucked into the fucking storefront as With he's sitting fan? there. Disgusting, dude. Well, and I go to these boys. Well, it looked like a fucking KISS concert, you know? Like the fucking smoke show at a KISS concert is getting pulled into the fucking front door. Dude, look, I, uh, it's why I'm kind of like, you know, car short today. So I go to the board of supervisors meeting because I'm paying very close attention to this. And I watch these fucking idiots go up every single week. And do they have a few valid points? Sure, they do. But they go to these meetings. They, I mean, you're talking, you're on national, you're not national television. You're, you're on community television, dude. Like, well, you're trying to make policy. A couple 500 people are watching this. And these are the most 500 most influential people in Kern County who are watching this or in the building. And you're going to go up there and not have, you can't even formulate a sentence. You're, you're going to try and fight for this, advocate for this. And, and these old people are looking at it, and they're judging that. Then I go up there, and I actually speak truth. 
You know, well, you know what? What pisses me off is I hate. I'm torn between. I hate both of them. Like if if, if you want pot legalized because you want to get high, you come out and just say it. fucking say it. But it is though. That's the thing. It already is. It's already legal in California. Right. But what I'm saying is, if you fucking. But I don't want you to fucking be like a. Yo, bro, it's med- like I don't want the messages. No, they fucking, go, they go up there. They talk about patience and patience this and patience that. And then I'm like, and then I go up there and I'm like, you know, and I'll turn around and I'll address them and I'll say, do you want to talk about patience? Like you're looking at one. Right, but I don't want to hear like, an I, idiot. I, I don't need you to talk for me. I don't need to hear an idiot talking about fucking patience. No, like, no. Some dude, you know, that's like the dude who's in the fucking uh, the fucking Jack in the Box commercials. You know, oh yeah, man, we're both wrong. That's like, what it is. Talking about patience. I told him two weeks ago. I said I don't need you to speak to me. I, like I don't need you to like. I'm gonna tell you right now. I can. I and I'm gonna go say this at, when I go back this afternoon. I'm gonna say I can fill this room with veterans who don't need to be, have these fucking ass clowns speaking for us. You know, but. You know, right now, dude, Donnie Youngblood's there asking for a one cent tax increase for for the county, and it's like, okay, um, it's pretty baldy right after an election, wasn't it, it? It is, but it's like, okay, you have your answer right here. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is that you have all these old people who don't want to do it because they're just hung up on their ways. Like, they think you know it's the devil's lettuce, and it's gonna you're gonna have all these fucking. Don't you donors. think that we might not have to have that one cent fucking sales tax? If uh, there was legalized marijuana, they were making money off of that, and th- they wouldn't have to be enforcing fucking marijuana and drug crimes and housing drug fucking prisoners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about that, man. Think about it. Think about that long and hard, everybody, because that that's exactly what it is. And so you look at these old habits. They, but they, no, they that one cent's got to. They don't want to keep the drugs up, and they want the one cent because that's fucking keeping the fucking cash registers fucking. Hey, whatever. Moving. Keep them. Keep. Get, why not both? Do the one cent, and then have this shit add to it because now, now, dude. Give them the one cent. No one's really hardly going to notice. All right? No, you know what, though? I'm tired of that, though, because I'm t- it's just like homeless people. I'm tired. You think about it. You give, if you gave some asshole, every time you, just go around town today, and you gave some asshole a dollar every time you walked out of a store or a fucking that, or and then you look, like, how much money you would be out a day every time somebody asks you for money. And this is just one penny here. Don't worry about it. It's just a penny. You won't miss it. I mean, there's a tax on your phone bill that's from the War of 18-fucking-12 <laughs> that they still haven't fucking taken off. Yeah, I know. Well, again, because they're afraid to. They're, they're, it's, 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 they're Not that. That shit's spent. You know, and I'm tired of fucking, you know, this just, oh, don't worry. It's just a penny. It's just a penny. Well, if you keep taking a penny, you can only do that 99 times, you know, from me before you fucking, you know. Fuck well, that. and then think about that. Think if, how many times a day. And, of course, so they always fucking, they got to break in. They're going to do it like they did with passing the fucking, the, uh, after 9-11, the fucking safety rules and all that. They're always going to the fucking, Act. yeah, they're always going to bring in your security as a way to get into your pocket. Of course. That's like, so now we need to hire about. more cops and we're going to make you feel good. But look, it, and it's fucking, it's protection. It's mob tactics. Look, pay us protection money. We'll take care of you. Yeah, we're you your know, buddy. You know what sucks though is that you're watching this and you're like, you're looking at, I think every 80 hours there's three murders going on in California. And you're like, okay, that's pretty severe. There's so, another guy who won't be paying a penny. Right. <laughs> you look at this though, and you look at the, the amount of officers we don't have here. And then you, you, you legitimately tell them if you, if you just tax cannabis, you would you would have no But problem. see, they can't open to that because they, they want to open your pocketbook because... They have to rethink their own shit. Yeah, exactly. Force them to look in the mirror, but then they're looking at the crime rate and they're saying, "Well, if cannabis was legal, there's going to be more murders." No, no, actually, it's it's not the case at all. I mean, all we have to do is open up the history books, and you go, "All right, 
Um, when Prohibition. Things, look at Al Capone. Right. Boom. The Mafia. Boom. You know what I mean? Machine gun. Machine gun. Violence. Yeah, violence going all all the time. You had fucking you know all these. So NASCAR was created. Well, that and how many people <laughs> you had speakeasies where every fucking prominent member of fucking society was in there fucking you know <coughs> sneaking gin and drinking and shit and you know. Yeah, I mean it was, it was still it was prohibition, but you would still see pictures of politicians in D.C. And at the White House, it's fucking scotch. Right. Like, come on, man. I'm it's, sure that, you know, like, say it was the 20, which I don't even think they did, but but you're going to tell me the Russian premier is going to come visit the White House? And, and you're just, not going to offer him some yeah, vodka? Yeah, here's some fucking, get the fuck out of here. Sorry, we don't drink here in the United States. No, man, and it's the same thing with marijuana. It's, it, everyone's doing it, and you have this huge potential for revenue, not just locally, man, but federally. Huge, huge. You could probably get well, a lot of And you're of taking security. the criminality out of it, like, you can put money back in Social Security, man, if you start federally taxing cannabis. Hands that's, a, down. that's the way to get it over. You know what I mean? All right, you know what? Let's wrap, yeah, man. Yeah, we're good, man. It was good talking to you again. Yeah, it was, and we got more to talk to off of this thing and about things, and we're going to do it again soon. People can find you and Lionel at uh, Current Cast every Thursday at oh, 10 maybe. o'clock, right? I don't know. <laughs> What's going on over there? I don't know. <laughs> well, you guys know where to find him. I'm, I'm easy to find. You know, I'm everywhere. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, you got anything else? No, man. We're good to go. I love your shirt, man. Thanks. That shirt, you did buy it. I'm oh, buying yeah. shirts on Facebook. I see shirts I like, I buy it. No, I bought this fucker at Top Topic, too. Good deal. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Shotman Randy, out.